Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. High temperatures, just around 50 degrees. We're mild on Saturday. Temperatures upper 50s to middle 60s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. We're starting to dip down into the upper 40s right now. 48 in Alexandria, 51 in Penn Quarter, 48 in Columbia. WTOP at 559. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good evening, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up. It's about time to light the national Christmas tree with the president and Mrs. Biden helping to do the honors. We're live on the ellipse with the latest on the music-filled ceremony. Also ahead tonight. The GSA Inspector General's office decides if it'll look into the selection of Greenbelt for the next FBI HQ. I'm Mike Marilla. A new state-of-the-art surgical facility is opening in D.C. This is really the most technologically advanced operating room. I'm Shana Stulen. Regifting is fine, but there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. Washington Post money expert Michelle Singletary has advice for you at 6.15. WTOP at 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Peter King. More Hamas hostages are free, including six women and two children, but not all is calm during this truce. More from correspondent Natalie Brand. 21-year-old Mia Shem ran into her mother's arms Thursday night. She was one of the hostages Hamas released on the seventh day of the temporary ceasefire. But new violence has heightened tensions. Israeli police said three people were killed in a shooting at a bus stop in Jerusalem. Hamas claimed responsibility. Israel is expected to release 30 Palestinian prisoners as part of the deal. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is in Tel Aviv where he's hoping for an extension. We want to see this process continue, move forward. We want an an eighth day and, and beyond so that people can be returned to their families. And that applies to all hostages, whatever category they may happen to be in. What a day on Wall Street with the Dow hitting a 52-week high, gaining 520 points. CBS's Jason Brooks. The big reason behind that is that investors are feeling confident that the Fed is going to hold steady on interest rates with further signals that inflation cooled down in October. The market is now forecasting the first rate cut from the Fed next March. At the U.N. Climate Summit in Dubai, richer countries have agreed to pay poorer countries whose natural disasters have been linked to climate change. U.N. spokesman Stefan Dujaric says Secretary General strongly supports the loss and damage fund. An essential tool for delivering climate justice to the most vulnerable people. He calls on leaders to make generous contributions to get the fund and the climate conference started on a strong footing. New York Republican George Santos could be an ex-congressman by this time tomorrow after today's debate on his possible expulsion for alleged criminal activity. He maintains he's done nothing wrong. It is a predetermined necessity for some members in this body to engage in this smear campaign to destroy me. The House Ethics Committee report says the evidence against him is overwhelming. The House votes tomorrow. A new report says older Americans face a major housing crisis. A Harvard study hints of growing housing and care shortages to come for older Americans whose numbers are also growing. Jennifer Malinsky is with Harvard's Joint Center for Housing Studies, which did that study. We really need to address some of these challenges because the consequences of not are dire, that people will forego care they need. They will live unsuitably. They won't have enough money to pay for prescriptions or food. The report urges more government assistance to help house people with fixed or dwindling incomes. Tom Fody, CBS News. This is 
CBS News. You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. 603 on WTOP on this November 30th, 2023. Still nice in Washington. We're at 51 degrees. Good evening. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Our top local story. It's a beautiful, melodic holiday ceremony every year on the ellipse near the White House for the lighting of the National Christmas Tree. So are those lights burning brightly yet? Let's go live to WTOP Scott Gelman, who's been speaking with people enjoying the music and keeping an eye out for the president and Mrs. Biden. Yeah, Sean and Ann, we are uh, anxiously awaiting the arrival of the president and first lady. We saw them depart. Just You can see the South Lawn from where I'm standing here in front of the stage. And so we saw them depart and make the, motor, the motorcade made its way here toward the ellipse. The official ceremony now underway. And that tree for right now still a little bit dark. It's, it's green. It's shiny. There's some presents wrapped underneath. But in just a few minutes after some song that you may hear in the background, we anticipate that that may change quickly. A lot of folks here, hundreds really, standing room only. It looks like some of those empty seats have filled up toward the back. A lot of excitement, winning the lottery to be able to come in and see this annual tradition in person. And for those who were not able to get a ticket, December 15th is the day you'll be able to watch all of this unfold on CBS. But December 2nd, this Saturday, the park opens and you can come get your holiday photos in front of the tree here in downtown D.C. Any minute now, that tree will be illuminated and it'll look like Christmas here in the nation's capital. Reporting live at the Ellipse, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. All right, Scott, thanks. We'll get you the countdown, hopefully from the president and the first lady here any moment. Mickey Guyton kicking things off. Country singer. Yeah. All right. Uh, Stay with us here on WTOP for the very latest as Washington will be a lot brighter before too long. It is 6.05 now on WTOP. Another news tonight, the latest on the battle over Greenbelt, Maryland, being picked for the new FBI headquarters. After that decision was announced a couple of weeks ago, a delegation of Virginia lawmakers raised concerns about the GSA process. Well, now the GSA's inspector general says it plans to look into the decision. Here's WTOP's Mike Murillo. In a letter to Virginia Senator Mark Warner, acting GSA inspector general Robert Erickson says the office will evaluate the GSA selection of the site. This comes after Warner and several other members of Congress in Virginia wrote Erickson saying they believe political influence led to Maryland being chosen since the scoring process was changed just before the selection. Also, FBI director Christopher Wray criticized the process, saying there was a potential conflict of interest because a former Metro employee helped make the decision. Metro owns the Greenbelt site. On the flip side, a Maryland delegation of lawmakers says they're confident the review will show the process was thorough and transparent. Senator Chris Van Hollen. It's very obvious why the decision maker came to the conclusion that Greenbelt, Maryland was the best site. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Charges now filed against a driver who police say hit two cars and slammed into a barricade near the U.S. Capitol early today. Capitol Police say it happened before 8 this morning when 28-year-old Kevin Simon got off northbound 395 at Washington Avenue, hit the other cars and kept going. Investigators say he was speeding when he turned left on D Street and crashed into the barricade. Simon is charged with reckless driving, resisting arrest, and two counts of leaving after a crash. 
Capitol Police say he's being checked over at a hospital after he was combative and was acting delirious. If you've ever had surgery, you know the more help, the better. A Northwest D.C. hospital has some new state-of-the-art equipment to help those who are getting operations. The new surgical and research pavilion at MedStar Georgetown University Hospital has an MRI system that slides into an operating room. Hospital officials say it's the only system like it in the region. That allows us to bring the MRI technology directly to our patients in the operating room to scan them in real time. Dr. Christopher Calhoun, professor of neurosurgery. The five-floor building also has private emergency rooms and is replacing the hospital's current emergency department. Dr. Carrie Lehman, chair of emergency medicine. The other one has multiple patients in one room and multiple patients in the hallway. The Verstandig Pavilion will be fully operational December 13th. In Northwest D.C., Shana Stulen, WTOP News. Well, back to the National Christmas Tree Lighting. They just lit it up. The President and the First Lady. Officially kicking off the holiday season in Mm -hmm. D.C. That huge tree that had toppled over just two days ago. Yeah, 40-foot Norway spruce. Amazing that they got it all back together. Hardly any lights broke, and uh, they got it going. Beautiful start to the holiday season and that lovely tradition. All right, we will go back to the National Christmas Tree Lighting Ceremony. Merry Christmas, everyone. Have a seat if you'd like. Jill and I are honored to welcome you to the National Christmas Tree Lighting. Thanks to Interior Secretary Deb Holland and the National Park Service Foundation. They're the ones doing this. And a special thanks to tonight's host, Mickey, and all those incredible performers we have here tonight. This is a great tradition. One, as has been pointed out already, we've honored over 100 years, where presidents and the people come together to usher in the holiday season. Earlier this week, Jill and I announced the theme, Jill announced the theme, of this year's holiday at the White House. Magic, wonder, and joy. Three words that capture the essence of Christmas and the holidays. To rediscover for ourselves the simple joys of the season, from familiar songs to favorite recipes. To open the hearts with simple acts of kindness, especially to those those going through hard times. And to strengthen the bonds with family and friends, as well as with our faith and our community. To remember, we're a great nation because we're a good people. That's what I see all across America, including tonight. Joining us are 43 members of Team USA who represented our nation at the Invictus Games this past September. All right, that's the president and the first lady as they're kicking things off at the lighting of the national Christmas tree. Let's get your traffic and weather together, and it's a tough traffic night on a day like this. Let's go to Dave Dildine in the traffic center. Yeah, D.C. is a lot brighter, not just because of the Christmas lights, but, of course, the brake lights as well. That's a tradition. The level of congestion, though, downtown, it's intense, but it's not at the level of that notorious gridlock of the last decade. There's a lot more telework, so, yes, it's going to be very time-consuming around uh, the perimeter of the closures, 15th, 17th, and Constitution, all off-limits near the Ellipse. Independence Avenue open. K Street, very crowded. 395 packed, both on the southeast-southwest freeway and through the 3rd Street Tunnel. There are obstacles elsewhere. Northbound 3rd Street Tunnel near Massachusetts Avenue, there's a crash. Outbound New York Avenue northeast after Bladensburg Road near the Arboretum. MPD with a crash in the left lane. And from DuPont Circle to Calorama, Connecticut Avenue is still closed northbound at Florida Avenue. We have 
have to turn past the ongoing utility project. It is a very slow rush hour around the suburbs, around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia. Volume delays are persistent near the Woodrow Wilson and American Legion bridges. But no bridge is worse than the Bay Bridge right now. There was a multi-car crash on the westbound span. Traffic westbound on 50 is absolutely jammed across Kent Island, but you're still getting by single file to the right, and they're hauling damaged cars off that span right now, and they might be preparing to open up two lanes. No two-way traffic. Eastbound delays begin back near St. Margaret's Road. Go electric the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru, Solterra, Hyundai, Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. I'm Dave Doldine, WTOP. Traffic. Let's get our forecast now from 7 News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin. As we move through the remainder of the evening and into the overnight, scattered clouds will slowly increase, and with the cloud cover, we'll bring our next best chance for wet weather, but that's not until tomorrow afternoon. Until then, temperatures fall through the 40s, the 30s overnight, near 50 degrees for a high on Friday with scattered showers during the afternoon and evening. Saturday is now trending dry, especially during the afternoon hours, with temperatures in the upper 50s to middle 60s. Wet weather returns on Sunday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin at the First Alert Weather Center. All right, we've got 49 at Reagan National Airport, Dulles at 50, 48 at BWI Marshall. And we're brought to you tonight by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Late to money news. We have it for you at 10 and 40 past the hour here on WTOP. And here's Jeff Claybaugh. The Federal Reserve's interest rate hikes appear to be having the Fed's desired effect. New applications for unemployment benefits last week rose to a two-year high. Americans' personal spending rose just two-tenths of a percent in October. Mortgage rates are high, but they're coming down for five weeks in a row now. Freddie Mac says the average rate on a 30-year fix fell to 7.2% this week. MedStar Georgetown Hospital is about to open its $750 million hospital addition on Reservoir Road, 10 years in the making. Its brand new ER will open early next month. The Dow rallied 520 points. That's 1.5%, but on just a handful of stocks. The S&P 500 gained 17. The Nasdaq lost 32. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. This report is sponsored by Washington, D.C. BMW Centers. Now through November 30th during the BMW Black Friday sales event. Lease an all-electric 2024 BMW iXX Drive 50 for $6.99 per month. Details at BMWCenters.com. Coming up on WTOP, the fine art of regifting. The key is to find the right gift for the right person, no matter how it came into your possession. Michelle Singletary of the Washington Post joins us next with some regifting advice. 613. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. This is George Wallace. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. It's that simple. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. And there's a bunch of reasons why. The app is so easy to use. It's safe, secure. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash GW. That's FanDuel.com slash GW and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 and older and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Dad's doctor says it's time to focus on quality of life and comfort. I'm not sure where to start. I'm glad you called, Jessa. We can help. When you reach out to Jessa, our hospice nurse will meet you at home for an assessment that's completely covered by Medicare to create a comprehensive care plan so you can truly be present in the moments you and your loved one share. Medicare and most insurances cover hospice 100%. Contact Jessa at JSSA.org. Proudly serving Montgomery County. Life's better when we do things together, like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near or with you. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. Learn more at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. Hey, let's take you down to the ellipse. Gather near to us once more. Ah, the tones of Dionne Warwick, along with Lettucey, singing a Christmas classic. We'll be together if the fates allow. The National Christmas Tree is alight across Washington down on the ellipse. We'll take you in and out all evening long here. On WTOP, it's 6.15. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Thanks for joining us. And in this season of gift giving, you're probably going to get some stuff you simply don't like or might never use. But that gift could be really useful to somebody else. So rather than shoving it in a closet, you can re-gift it. But what are the rules here? Washington Post personal finance columnist Michelle Singletary joined us a little earlier to talk about the regifting etiquette. I think the number one rule is that you have to believe that the person would want it or it's something that they would like. So if you know people don't like lotion, don't give them that lotion set that you were given, you know, last Christmas. So just be sure to be mindful of that, just as if you were paying for the gift yourself. Michelle, there are so many instances where you might hear about friends or family regifting wedding gifts. Does it happen that much during the holidays, though, where you're actually regifting them? I think so. I mean, if you're like me, I have a regifting closet <laughs> and I put the things in there. And so people maybe got two crock pots or two toasters. And so they might, you know, rather than return it, put it in a closet. And then come Christmas time, if you know somebody is in, like maybe someone starting out needs a toaster, you can repackage it, make sure that you regift it, make sure there's no card in there from your wedding. I mean, and it's perfectly fine to give it to somebody who would want and need it. Is it ever not okay to re-gift? Definitely if it's used. Don't give somebody something that's used or missing the parts. That's not the spirit of regifting. I mean, I think of regifting as recycling. And I know lots of people are already cringing in their cars right now. It's like, no, you're supposed to buy gifts. It's, you know, it's the fourth and all this kind of craziness. Listen, lots of people have limited funds and they want to be generous. They've got something that somebody wants or needs. It's okay to repackage that. But just be careful. Don't give back something that somebody gave to you. Also, don't talk about it, right? Because you don't want to slip at a party or something and say, oh, yeah, I didn't really like that. I'm giving it to you. 
That's right. Don't ask, don't tell. That's my philosophy. <laughs> you know, if you get a gift, <laughs> if you get a gift and you suspect it's re-gifted, don't embarrass the person. Be gracious. And if you are giving something that you know, again, that the person likes, you don't have to go, oh, I'm so sorry. I got this at my wedding two years ago. You know, you're passing on your largest to somebody else. And that's quite all. Washington Post personal finance columnist Michelle Singletary. Quick look at the top stories we're working on here on WTOP. Three, two, one. And just like that, the lights on the national Christmas tree are shining brightly. President and Mrs. Biden helping to flip the switch earlier this hour on the ellipse near the White House. Virginia cheers. Maryland jeers as an inspector general examines the decision to build the new FBI headquarters in Greenbelt. Hamas releases more hostages as we follow the latest on the crisis in the Middle East. Full details in the minutes ahead on WTOP. Let's head to the traffic center and get the latest. Lots of problems tonight, Dave Dildine. We can strike one off the list, though. Bay Bridge, the crash is clear. Green Arrow's going on westbound. Two lanes are open, and they've restored two-way traffic. The reversible lane is in play. That'll allow eastbound delays to ease near Sandy Point. They pulled all the damaged vehicles into a parking lot on Kent Island and brought all lanes open on both spans of the Bay Bridge. The westbound span, all lanes are open. Volume delays are persistent this evening on the Beltway through Green Belt College Park, Silver Spring, and both ways on 495 between the Spur and Tyson's ramps. It's slow on the south side near the Wilson Bridge as well, but thankfully our incident count has dropped off quite a bit. We don't have any major crashes on or near the Beltway. In Laurel, there's one on Route 1 at Whiskey Bottom Road, another one just east of the intersection on Whiskey Bottom. Crash on 100, longstanding eastbound east of I-97 in Oakwood remains. 270 northbound, still heavy through Gaithersburg. In Virginia, 66, still slow westbound at a Setterville, 95, slow both ways southbound through Woodbridge, northbound into the Springfield Interchange. Had one broken down on a service road leading onto the Interloop. And, of course, very crowded on 395 near the 14th Street Bridge. Downtown, Christmas lights and brake lights. The closures of 15th and 17th Streets, as well as Constitution Avenue, remain. But this year, the effects on traffic not quite as extreme as last decade. Northbound 3rd Street Tunnel jammed because of a crash near Massachusetts Avenue. Calorama, Connecticut Avenue northbound, still closed at Florida Avenue for ongoing utility work. Secure critical missions with Wiz for Government, a unified cloud security solution for effective risk reduction and readiness in the cloud. Learn more at wiz.io. That's W-I-Z dot I-O. I'm Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Jordan Evans in the 7 News First Alert Weather Center. Nice warm one today. Are we going to have another one tomorrow? A little cooler tomorrow, and there will be some rain, but I promise you there will be some better weather by Saturday, as we are looking at actually even warmer Saturday for highs in the low 60s with some cloud cover, a few peaks of sunshine, but overall mostly cloudy. But the good news with Saturday as well is that it is trending now on the drier side. Looks like rain will wait until late evening after 9 p.m. on Saturday uh, going into Sunday as well. And there will be some rain out there tomorrow from noon to 5 p.m., so not a washout for a Friday. And those late evening plans by 6 p.m. and beyond uh, should be dry again for your Friday. Just a little chilly. Temperatures will be in the upper 40s. As we talk next week, that's our next cold snap. Looks like highs will be back into the 40s by Tuesday. Even Wednesday could be a little interesting with potentially some cooler temperatures and precipitation. I won't say anything else except precipitation. That's what we're looking at for uh, the middle of next week. A lot of changes with the data, so keep it with first alert weather. Right now, 48 in Tyson's, Germantown at 45 degrees, Bethesda at 47, and Roslyn still in 50 degrees.
Thanks, Jordan. Let's go back down to the ellipse. And Darren Chris exactly singing Happy Holidays. The clock will be coming down the chimney down. It'll be coming down the chimney down. National Christmas tree lighting ceremony continues on the ellipse. Darren Chris there entertaining the crowds. Full lineup of people. A couple moments ago, the president and first lady made it official by flipping the switch and lighting the national Christmas tree. 623. That's beautiful. Do we like the holidays? Do we like holiday music? I hope so, because we're gonna keep it swinging. Do business is a pleasure with a pallet barrel stodge. Drive an automotive treasure, park it in your own garage. For over 40 years, Fair Oaks has believed lower prices and higher standards should be the norm. I'm Melanie Funkhauser, president of Fair Oaks. Right now, save up to 25% on all in-stock 23 Grand Cherokee 4xEs. See dealer for details. Fair Oaks Chrysler Jeep Dodge and Ram. Online at fairoaksmotors.com. A recent WTOP panel discussion in partnership with AARP focused on the important role of family caregivers. Nancy Lamond is Chief Advocacy and Engagement Officer for AARP. There are 48 million family caregivers in the United States, and roughly 61% of all family caregivers are working full or part-time in a paid position. So this is on top of it. And the estimates are that this care accounts for roughly $600 billion to the economy. And that's more than all out-of-pocket spending on health care in the United States. So it is a huge economic issue for the health care system, and it's also an economic issue for individual families. To hear more of the discussion, including challenges facing family caregivers, as well as initiatives and resources to help them, go to WTOP.com and search AARP. AARP is committed to continued support of programs, laws, and policies that provide caregivers the support they need. This is WTOP News 624. The FBI and D.C. police now offering a $20,000 reward to help find two people who carjacked an FBI agent in D.C. yesterday. It happened on 12th Street Northeast. The two suspects carjacked the agent at gunpoint, then drove off in the FBI car. It was found abandoned about a half an hour later. Now, this is the latest in a string of high-profile carjackings in the nation's capital. Member of Congress, a diplomat, and a Secret Service SUV have all been targets. You can see photos of the suspects in the latest carjacking. We have them for you at WTOP.com. New tonight, there have been nearly 20 robberies recently along a popular trail in northeast D.C., but now... There's an arrest. We were able to locate and identify one of the suspects and apprehend them. He's been placed under arrest. An 18-year-old suspect is now in custody in connection with 18 robberies along the Metropolitan Branch Trail, a popular place for bikers and joggers, D.C. Police Commander Sylvan Eltieri. We've had a series of robberies in this area for over a month, either on the bike trail or in the streets surrounding it. He says some were armed robberies where the suspects did have a gun. There's one other person who's believed to have been involved in the crime spree, but police don't have any information on that suspect yet. In the district, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Here is Rob. We're talking commanders before the game on Sunday. Yeah, back at work, ready for that explosive Miami Dolphins offense in the first game with Jack Del Rio out and Ron Rivera in.